you for joining us for this episode of That Solo Life, the podcast for PR pros and marketers who work for themselves. I am Michelle Kane. My company is Voice Matters, and I am here with Karen Swim of Solo PR Pro. She is the one who leads us all. <laughs> Hi, Karen. How are you? <laughs> Hi, Michelle. I'm so great. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you. I almost broke, turned this into a musical. We don't, we don't want that. (laughs) Well, I guess we're, we're giddy because one of our favorite um, reports of the year is out is, is the MBO partners state of independence. Yeah. With TS. Which I mean, full disclosure, this is my client, but the data is and they're not paying me to do this podcast. <laughs> and actually, this is not even the full report. This is just a preview of the full report oh, that's coming in the fall. So it is my I want to say that they have no idea that I'm even <laughs> doing a podcast about this data. So there you have it. Surprise! <laughs> No, it's 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 really. I mean, the, the the key insights that they have pulled out are really um, interesting, um, very telling about what we've all been through. And you know, as as the two of us have been in business for ourselves for quite some time, yeah, we we think, yeah, that's right. This is what's happening. You know, um, especially for women, I I love that data point that you know, especially because this is. You know, the pandemic has ushered in what they were calling the she session, right? As yeah. people have, um, you know, women have found themselves so overloaded that, you know, having to care for family and children and, and it's, it's just really been disheartening. However, as we do, we pivot and we do the best we can. So I just think that's a really, you know, interesting to know that all of our global experience is backed up with actual data. Yeah, I mean, you know, specifically, so MBO partners for 11 years, this will be the 11th year of their full um, State of Independence in America study. They have studied this population because they're very committed to it. So they they offer a service that makes it easy for companies and independents to to work together. Um, and they've been an, a tremendous advocate and a, a tremendous source of data points in studying the behaviors and the sentiment of our population. The She Session was one of the troubling, you know, pandemic trends yeah. in that more women were impacted by job losses than men. So 85% of the 20.5 million jobs that were lost in, I believe it was April, were women. And one of the things is, and I know that many women in our audience can relate to this, is that as, you know, schools were not in session and it was remote school mm-hmm. and the entire infrastructure that supports families. So you didn't have nannies or babysitters or daycares or school. It all fell apart immediately because of the pandemic that left parents scrambling to now figure out how to work and how to take care of their children. Mm -hmm. And that job fell mostly to women. And this is not to diminish the role of men in families, but women, you know, statistically are the primary caregivers. Mm-hmm. So women in traditional roles had to make this choice. And so they had to leave the workforce. 
The tragedy in that is that women leaving the workforce, even for a year, a period of time, and we've seen this historically when women take off to raise kids, the impact is not just for that year. That impact is long lasting and it continues to harm us for many years to come mm-hmm. because it takes you off of your career track. You often can't jump back in at the same level and you certainly cannot jump ahead typically to the level that you would have been had you stayed in the workforce. So what's interesting about this data is that it looks at some of the things that have happened as a result of the pandemic. So even independence went down during the pandemic. But with the economic recovery, we saw that an unprecedented growth, this has never happened in in more than a decade of studying this population, that the independent workforce grew by 34%, the largest jump ever. And we're looking at, okay, what's behind that? Well, we have the she session with women turning mm-hmm. independence in droves for the reasons that many of our solos know. You get flexibility and freedom. So you can earn money, you can have a satisfying career, but you get to control your work schedule and the people that you work with. The other trend that's driving this is what um, MBO Partners is calling the great realization. So We've heard about the great resignation with people jumping off and saying, yeah. I quit. Some of yeah. those people are doing nothing. They are road tripping. They are living yeah. their life. They're taking a break from yeah. the workforce. Some are turning to independence. And we're yes. also saying, you know, and so th- what the great realization is in a nutshell from MBO Partners perspective, and it's a, it's a, a term that they have coined, is that there is this awakening among the workforce. And the awakening was really ignited by the pandemic. There were things that were simmering beneath the surface for many years, but the Mm -hmm. pandemic all brought it to a head. And so you have people coming to this realization that work doesn't have to happen in a single physical location, that it can happen, you know, for many jobs, wherever you have an internet connection. So there was that like, wow, work doesn't have to be the thing that I thought. It it doesn't have to be this, this, I have to go into a corporate office. I have to commute for an hour one way every single day. There's a different way to do this. There's, There's also been a realization on the part of companies that the way they package work can be handled differently. It doesn't have to all be traditional W-2 employees, then if you really focus on the results that you want to achieve, you can package up work and you can hire the expert that you need. And and then you can manage the best employment type for that particular assignment. So if it's something that is not ongoing for your company, then maybe it's better to work with independent workers as opposed to having traditional employees do that. Um, And so that's been a realization that companies have opened their eyes to like, you know, looking at this from an old style view of the manufacturing economy, when we really are very much now in a knowledge economy. Um, Absolutely. And there's the whole attitudes, which we all know from traditional workers of, you know, we are seeing a lot more burnout and we're seeing people realize that work doesn't have to be what they thought it was. And Mm -hmm. that 
caring for themselves is far more important. So you've had this realization also that, you know, people used to take and keep jobs, even if they weren't satisfied because they felt that it was stable. They thought, I'm going to do this, you know, for me, for my family, for whatever, because I need a stable income. Mm -hmm. And there's been this realization that, you know what, work is as risky as anything else. There is no guarantee. And so now with that removed, people have realized, you know, starting a business is no riskier than having a job because a job can go away at any moment too. And, you know, by the way, your status can change at a job. You can not move up the ladder as you think that you should in a job. You could get, you know, restructured, laid off, you know, company can move its offices. So many things can happen. And yeah. and I'm not bashing jobs, but it's, no, it's but... interesting to see that people are finally coming to that place that you know what a job is not necessarily stable either and I've been wanting to do this this is not as risky as I thought like there's risk in everything in life there there is and it's you know it's funny that you point that out it's so true because you know I think maybe the especially those of us in Gen X it was ingrained in us by our parents and grandparents get that steady job you know, if you had asked me 15 years ago, if I would ever strike out on my own, no, this girl loved that, that direct deposit that she knew was going to hit at midnight on a certain day. And, and that was the thing. And you play the game and you go along to get along. And then when my personal, you know, uh, pandemic hit, (laughs) um, yeah, I, I came to that same realization of, nothing is safe, is it? We just tell ourselves it is. And I remember asking one of my then mentors, you know, well, what would you do? You know, and they said, well, I would do the safe thing. And I questioned him and I said, your safety is an illusion, my friends, (laughs) because you could be sitting where I'm sitting just as easily. So, you know, I, I think rather than stability, it's shifting to opportunity, not to be opportunistic, but be, to be open to the opportunity of what you can bring your skill set to. And, you know, thank goodness for the internet and for, you know, just a more global sense of thought that, yeah, we can perform our work for most of us, depending on what we do from anywhere. All you truly do need is Wi-Fi and a dream, yeah. you know, and, and it's yeah. really broadened a lot of potential. And, and I think we're also seeing more and more that it's becoming a little easier because I know a big component of, of going out on your own is health insurance. And, you know, that's just starting to get easier, you know, and I, and I think what's that's resolved for, that's great. And, and I also think, because it's all about what I think, I'm saying this too much anyway, but it's proves that with one of the other data points that you know, the millennials and the Gen Zers are really latching onto this because they're not, it's not as ingrained of you got to do the nine to five Monday through Friday. You've got to go to the place and do the thing. And, you know, yeah, casual Friday. Oh, pizza party. That whole mentality is, is, you know, in some places it's existing and doing just fine. But as a general rule, work as we know it is shifting. And I think, you know, out of the few positives of this pandemic, I think that is one of them because it's exciting to see what can happen. 
Yeah. And I, you know, I love this trend and, and I realize that working in this way is not available to everyone. There are certain occupations that do require you to work in a location, but, but for those of us who are knowledge workers, um, it's, it's just a great time because we have an infrastructure that now supports us. There's all kinds of services and technological tools that facilitate us being able to do this work. And, you know, and, and so it's interesting that in addition to the number of independents increasing, one thing that I can share that's going to be out by, I think by the time this podcast airs is that the number of digital nomads also increased. Yes. So people are not working from their, you know, home location, but they're working from different locations. And um, that's, you know, and I think that we'll see more of that. And and I think that these are healthy changes for the kind of work that we do. And it is really validating. Like when I see the data that more people are doing this and that we're happier and that we're thriving, it, it makes me feel good about the choice that I made. And, and, you know, to be fully transparent, when I started my business, I started it in the middle of our last recession. Yeah. <laughs> because I was stupid to know that that was a bad idea, you know, if, and <laughs> so if nobody's, you know, tells you it's a bad idea, you're, you know, complete ignorance. And so I had moved, I had just moved to Michigan. I didn't even know where all the grocery stores were yet. And oh my goodness. I did this stupid thing and hopped off of the corporate treadmill and I jumped into a business, not quite even knowing exactly what I was going to do. And I started a business in, and the recession hit Michigan first. That was like the crazier part. It what hadn't even right. hit the country yet. It, it hit yeah. Michigan. First. And yeah. I'm like, la da da, la da da. <laughs> I started a business and here I am 17 years later. So yeah. Um, times like the pandemic, I we we saw that same kind of boom in in people um, in the creator economy yeah. and, you know, independent work and, and, you know, people like starting their solo business. And I think that's yeah. exciting. It is. It is. As scary as it was, it, it, it was kind of exciting to think, oh, you know, this is possible. And, you know, thank goodness this is possible because yeah. especially if you're in an, an economy where let's say you're still working for someone, but you are underemployed, this gives you the potential to start something up while that exists and, and, you know, you can do it and it it lets you do it in a little safer way. Right. But it it lets you kind of feel your way and find your way. And, and I just think it's, it's, it's terrific. It's kind of an adventure and gosh, the digital nomads, I have two friends there, they're in Mexico living the dream on the beach. I still like them. It's okay. And, Uh uh, I have I have another friend. He yeah he was really ahead of the curve, and uh, I don't even know where he is right now. He's he's all over all over the globe. <laughs> I mean, work can be location independent, yeah. and you know the thing that we find is that most of the digital nomads are not. It it doesn't necessarily mean that everybody's working from this exotic location. You know, no. God bless the people who are doing that, but for some, it really is very practical. It's, you know, going to, you know, being able to manage your life and work. And so being able to go and and visit friends and family in a different state Mm -hmm. while still working. And so Mm -hmm. not having to 
always take vacation, but, but right. having a life that's very seamless where you can still, you know, do the things that are meaningful to you and spend time with family and friends and still get work done. And, and yeah. I mean, that's the practical, you know, I, I the practical yeah. digital nomad, not, it's not yeah. always the exotic digital nomad or the right. person that's living out of their RV and traveling around the country. I mean, those that those groups of people are definitely um, the van lifers and the RVers. They're definitely yeah. part of this trend. But yeah. I, I think that we're seeing a bigger shift in people that are not necessarily doing any of those things, but they are working from different locations. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Which, you know, kind of helps your creativity too. If you, if you change your view every once in a while, or, you know, if, even if you work out of a home office, you know, get out of there and, and work somewhere different. Um, it, it just kind of helps, you know, I, I hope you're listening to yourself, Michelle. Because I, I, I know I was going to call myself out, and I thought, oh well, it's a little. <laughs> and I told her that I was going to, um, I was going to paddle on her and let the whole world know. So here's my opportunity. She is supposed to be being a digital nomad for at least a week um, by going to spend time in a lovely place with a lovely view with one of her dearest friends, and. Um, <laughs> She hasn't booked that yet. No, I, I haven't. Fine. But <laughs> but hopefully as this airs, I am looking at an ocean. So there you there's go. that. There's that. But yeah, baby steps, baby steps, as they say. If you see me walking around with a goldfish around my neck. Sorry. What about Bob? Um, <laughs> well, what about Bob reference worked in there? Yeah. Yeah. Do as I say. Don't do as I do. I, I, I don't know. I find my desk is like my whoopee. Like, but my files. Do you use your paper files, Michelle? Rarely. Really now? <laughs> have hard drive will travel. Come on now. Or yeah. Have your. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, I know. I, so know. Listeners, I want you to feel free to talk to Michelle on social media. Um <laughs> Or send us a note and remind her <laughs> a digital nomad and take advantage of all this advantage of the freedom and flexibility that we enjoy it right, so we do. we do enjoy it and that is true and we hope you've enjoyed listening to us talk about this report and invite you to dive into it yourselves and and check out all the great information and maybe it will inspire you to take the step or hopefully it will affirm your choice to have done so. And until next time, thanks for joining us on That's All Life. <laughs>